Hi guys, welcome to Bible Bashing episode 4. Here we are in the shed abroad in this very hot day. Another hot day. Another hot day. Another sauna. That's what it feels like. This is like the closest. It is a sauna. I'm ever going <laughs> to get. The amount of waters <laughs> I go through in here. I know it is. It looks don't like need a, to go to a gym. It looks like a recycling bin, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Costco's Kirkland Water. If you haven't... Eh, Anyone that's been to Costco has definitely bought the water, but it's like, it's, it's £4 for a tray of four. Do you know what's mad, right? So I used to go to like clubs and stuff, obviously, right, growing up, and I never got ID'd because I was like 14 with a beard, and so I go into clubs, fly into <laughs> my clubs. Any time my friends wanted me to go to the shop, it'd always be me going in for the alcohol and cigarettes, and I've honestly never been ID'd in my life, apart from a time I went into Costco. Really? And honestly, bro, they did not. Oh, did they ID you for? They said, have you got a Costco Yeah, card? you need a card. You need to pay for a card. But they You've were got to so have the privilege. Yeah. you got to have the privilege. Do you know what? I remember being in uni and I was I was traveling on the train and I got ID'd when I bought FIFA on the day it came out. <laughs> and I was just like, are you messing? It was FIFA. It's like, a, it's like a, what, a plus four anyway. I was like, you know, like, I don't need to be ID'd for this. And they were like, oh, yeah. But um, I didn't get ID'd ID. for clubbing either because I never went. No. I think I went once and it was like a scene off the in-betweeners. It was like we were just there dancing on this sticky floor and I was hating it. I was like, this is not my scene. And it wasn't my mate's scene either, really. I was like, yes, yeah, we just go home? Where was it? Birkenhead? No, no. <laughs> you know, I've never been to Birkenhead clubbing and I'm glad. Uh, no offence to anyone listening from Birkenhead. No, it was it was Liverpool. I think it was like Bar Bars or something. Oh, yeah. don't remember much, but I just remember hating it and just being on a sticky floor and just oh, thinking... it's grim, isn't it? It's absolutely grim. Yeah, um, it's so grim. Yeah. One of the things as well, like, even talking about that now, I get, like, weird anxiety thinking <laughs> about, like, clubs and stuff and that. Just just the whole, like... I was speaking to Sean about it before and I was just saying, like, I used to get so nervous about going out, like, all the time. Like, it would, if I went out now, if my friend was saying, oh, come to me 21st or, like, I've You'd got be friends sound. who are 21. <laughs> but <laughs> if my friend said, come to me 30th or 40th. That's more like it. Yeah, I'd be, like, I'd be like cool with it because I, I don't drink now personally, but even, like, before then, I used to get, like, mad butterflies, really bad anxiety. And Is that because, because this is me again being the Christian boy that wasn't in that scene, but is it because you would be going out looking to pull and, and, and looking... I think to just find something or definitely yeah, I think it was just a, an expectation for anything really and it was just maybe the people you were with maybe like you, you see bouncers filling people in you see like loads of mad stuff that yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. And I just realised and you know since being a Christian as well it's really helped me kind of find that missing piece where I always felt like I was looking for something but really I wasn't you know what I mean I was, well, I was looking for Jesus but I wasn't looking for so that that wild night, that the hangover style party or, or anything like that, the American Pie party scene. <laughs> I just didn't fit in that place. And now I can look back and think the reason I was getting anxiety was because I was not meant to be in that oh, place. That's a really that interesting, environment. Interesting that way, way of being. It. Even like the comedy scene, like the comedy clubs, whatnot. I used to hate it, bro. I used to hate sitting there. I, I get like nervous. If I went back to watch comedy now, I'd be sad. But I, I stay away from it. Because I used to just, I didn't feel like I fitted it in that environment. You were just think, kind of trying yeah, to find a yeah, place and then there. Drinking yourself, numbing yourself. And anyway, we started off on a. I know, pretty, proper heavy, like proper. Heavy. Oh. 
heavy doom. But anyway, what have you there. what have you been up to? I know you probably got a bit of news that you may want to touch on briefly. And... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, for people who have been listening um, to this podcast. And people who go to churches and stuff and family and friends and you'll know that me and Sean are really going through something at the moment. I'm not going to go again into kind of too much detail, but you know, something big significance is happening at the moment. Um, so if there's Christian listeners out there, I'd really appreciate your prayers. Pray, pray, pray. You don't have to know all the ins and outs, but God does. So that's, that's cool. But yeah, it's a, it's a pretty mad time. So it's just really nice to be here. And just kind of being in, in the shed abroad. Sweating. Sweating away. It's like yeah. deja vu, isn't it, from last week? Honestly, my back's already wet and we're like five minutes in. But you have been on a run yeah, today. Yeah, I shouldn't complain. Should I have been <laughs> on a little run today? A little run. I have. Say little run. I like to run. But I got a lot sweatier than this because it was pretty long. I don't understand people when they say they like to run. Like, honestly, <laughs> like... In the nicest way possible, like, I know that, like, running is probably really beneficial for you, and it's really cool, you know, if you're doing, like, a three mile or something like that, I can, I can get that, I can get running around the footy, I can get, like, going on a treadmill for 15 minutes, I can get all of that, but running for 40 miles, like, you should <laughs> seek some type of professional help. It does, it's mental, isn't it, 40 miles, like, that. I'm not going to pretend I do that every day, that's the longest I've ever ran. Um, and I'm training. It's one of those, you know, when you start the new year and you get you set yourself a goal. I don't know if you ever do this. Whatever it is, you go, either a New Year's resolution or normally I say this is what I want to achieve this year, and I'll just put something down. And I saw an ultra marathon race, which is 62 miles, 100k, and I was like, I'm gonna do it because I've been watching a lot of David Goggins, who just kind of, ins- I'm like, oh yes. And so I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I've just kept on top of my training. And this was my last long run. So people think I'm mental. But there's something about it that I love. I love afterwards just how you feel. But even in it, I just love just being away with my thoughts and pushing myself through things that normally um, I wouldn't have the opportunity to do. So... And you are doing it for charity, aren't you? I am. I'm doing it for Clare House Children's Hospice. Yeah. So if there's anyone listening and you would like to donate, you can do. But we've hit the target. My aim was to raise 500. We've done that, so I'm seeing if we can get any more. But it's a great cause, and it's a it's a hospice on the Wirral that look after children as they enter into their kind of end of life. It's like end of yeah. life care. And I just thought I would always run past it as a kid when I lived round here and I thought that would be a great charity to run for. So I'm looking forward to it, yeah, but I'm I honestly, I'm I'm really enjoying doing this tonight, but at the same time I feel knackered, not mentally because I've had a nap, but I'm just like, my legs are in bits. Yeah. Someone yeah. said, Ruben, you're a machine. I was like, yeah, I'm a very broken machine yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm a very broken machine. Honestly, like, it's funny that you say like New Year's resolutions and things like that because I probably have like a weekly resolution and like my <laughs> wife will listen to this and go, yeah. And he never does it. Like, I jokingly say all the time that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get back to wedding fit. I'm yes. going to get, like, wet wedding fit like I was on my wedding night. I'll be honest, I was not fit on my wedding night. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried on my oh, suit I... <laughs> two weeks before. Careful what you say here. And, like, oh, honestly, I was out of shape. I put me two, yeah, two weeks before my wedding, true story, I was thinking about what takeaway to get that night. Mm-hmm. And I was texting Sean, and I was saying, what, what should I get? And she was just like... I don't think you should get anything yeah. when you try your suit on. And I was like, I haven't tried my suit on for a while. So I'll just try it on. Oh, no. Pants didn't fit, bro. 
like honestly it was did you scary. go on some mad like atkins diet or no i just i did start running i started running you like, did actually didn't yeah. you yeah because i text you i think in panic mode saying if i start running how <laughs> yeah, fast you will did. this work you did so do you know what after after you're through everything that you're going through i'm gonna get you back out on the road and we're gonna do yeah. some runs together yeah, but you say this, and this you're one of the people, I bet millions of people must text you at least like once a year and be like, oh, I need to get fit, Ruben, you, you want to go running? And you're like, yes, yeah, Sam, mate, I'll take you running. Yeah. And then you're like, yes, yeah, Sam, what time? And then you're like, 5 a.m. And then you don't get a text back. Because that no, happened to me. Do you, know, do you know what Yeah, it did happen to you? That was when I was like, that's the only time I can fit in the day. But the amazing thing is at church at the moment, there's like this growing group of guys and girls that are just catching the running bug. And I say to anyone, if you genuinely stick a running for a little bit, little while, you catch this bug. Like I know there's a there's a lady in the church that did couch to 5K in um, in COVID. And now she's running half marathons and stuff. Sure. But we've been doing park runs. For those of you that don't know what a park run is, they happen all over the UK, all over the world. And it's like a 5K free race. And Birkenhead Park gets around 600 runners every Saturday morning. And there's like 15 of us now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's loads of us, and Luke Andrews is really killing it. Like he's he started doing um five k a day in May, and he's still doing it now, and he's training for a half marathon. He's just done a triathlon, but I reckon you'll get the bug, and then you'll be like proper going out at four in the morning to do forty no. mile runs in there, no there's, time. There's no chance, honestly. Like, so I used to do tie boxing when I was younger and uh, a lot fitter. And like we used to hammer the runs then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to honestly hate it. Did you hate it? I used to be running like legit. Like remember that cartoon Mutley and yes, with a little laugh. And he's just kind of laughing, but he's like when he gets angry, he's talking to himself. (laughs) I used to literally run and just hate every step I was doing. I used to hate it. You got to embrace it, mate. You got to embrace it and just say, look, I'm gonna feel a million times better after this. Embrace that pain and just go for it. No. But listen, I don't watch movies. Like I, you know, you know that because you always throw out movie references that I don't get. Yeah. But one of my favorite films is Forrest Gump. I was gonna mention Forrest Gump. It's funny that you say <laughs> that you watch David Goggins and go for a run because I think Forrest Gump would make you want to go for a run. But all it did for me is make me want to grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get some cool night trainers yeah. or something. Have a nice day. I used to love it. I used to love it. And then you'd get people shouting at you on the street. And it still happens now and I don't like this. But like, run, Forrest, run. Yeah. But um, no, that's a it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a good film. But there's this guy at the moment and he's going viral on the internet. And he's, he's every day he's getting hundreds and hundreds more followers. But he's, he's kind of known as the hardest geezer. He's from London and he just does mad challenges. And he's currently trying to break the world record. It makes what I did look ridiculous, like just easy. He's literally, he's on day 57. And he's running from the bottom of Africa, South Africa, to the top. So he's running around 36 miles every single day until Christmas. Wow. And he's like, he's made it through a few countries, but I'm just like, when he started, he was proper bulked up and everything, and now yeah. he's like this skinny whippet. Is he, yeah. But I'm like, I really hope he does it, and he's obviously got a lot of mental fortitude and toughness, wow. but I'm like, running that much that is crazy, until Christmas is like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So our mutual friend, um, James Earnshaw, was talking about um, swimming, the Maisie. 
He wants to swim from Liverpool to the Widdle. <laughs> James uh, always asks the funniest. He wouldn't mind me saying it, the funniest he ideas. Is, he is so funny. Is right? this by himself or with well, a group of others? Yeah, I think I think it's just going to be like an event day or something like that. And he was asking me to do it with him. And I was just like, wow, that sounds amazing. And then I started like researching it the other night. Isn't it one of the most... Po- is it proper polluted? Yeah, well, it is, apparently. Apparently it Sorry, is go on, you polluted, go. But apparently there's loads of currents as well, which are like one of the currents pulls you under, which I'm not into in the slightest. <laughs> But like, Let's wear some armbands. Yeah, I, I think we'll just get a boat. Get the ferry. <laughs> yeah, that's or, a bit easier, isn't it? Or like a. Um, just that's like someone saying, "Why do you run, Ruben, when you can take a car?" Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm probably one of them people. <laughs> but I was researching like this fella, and he swam. I think he swam like the Atlantic or something like that. It was something mad. Someone's probably listening to this, thinking like I'm way off, which I probably am. But he swam like no, one of the oceans, mean. and it was ridiculous. Cause I get it, and it's cool. It looks great. But like I see one done to his body, and he got like like this salt infection on his yeah, face. Yeah. So I've, Ross, um, I've read his book, or I've listened to the audio book. If we're thinking of the same guy, and he started off sat down south, and he swam around the coast of yeah. the whole of the UK. Yeah, it might have been. Him, and he yeah. was like this machine at the end. He was massive, but at the beginning, he was getting all this salt water and oil, yeah. and his tongue was like yeah, falling was, off. His oh tongue was falling. No. Ross Edgley, I think his yes. name is. And I'm like, fair play, but I am I was running, listening to this audiobook a few years ago, and I'm like, flip. Yeah. Like, mate, your tongue's falling off, do you That's know what, what I mean? That's what gets me, stuff get like that. Get a nipple rash and everything. Yeah. So you talk about running and, and you're doing 100k, mate. but like, imagine you did like 100k and then it was just like, oh, my toe's starting to come off. We'll have a look at this. I'm not going to show you all my toes, and I'm glad this is a podcast so people can't see them because I don't have pretty toes, but I need to pop that blister. Do you see the size of that? Do you see the size of that? That's like another toe. Do you I see even, it? I can't even look at Go that. Go on, have a quick look. Look at that. Should we pop it now on the podcast? Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, my ab- days. It's absolutely massive. That but I was so running good. on that for probably around 15 miles. That's probably like running on a waterbed. Like, oh, that is ridiculous. Maybe that's what got me through. It was just... But that's what gets me. So you, you do that and... You, and so you're like, oh, it feels great. This feels amazing. That fella comes out of the thing and he's like... Hey, 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 hey. But then his tongue snaps off or your toe snaps off. Like, I'd just uh, rather not. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's great to say, oh, yeah, I've smashed this, but really, you've smashed your <laughs> body yeah, yeah, I've taken five years off my life as well. And if Forrest Gump can do it, then I can do it. Do you know when I used to do my music? Yeah. I actually, and maybe we'll... Do you know what? We'll see how this episode goes. I might even fit it in, and you can listen to a bit. But I did a song called Forrest Gump, and it was all about running. Was it, yeah? Tamar hates it because some of the lines, she's like, you've rhymed the same word with the same word. How does that even work? <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, Forrest Gump. I wrote a song called Forrest Gump. It is a good movie, and it kind of, like, it was kind of that thing that, like, hipsters or, or whatever group kind of didn't like Forrest Gump, and that was always the test. It's off a film, and other film, it's like, do you like Forrest Gump? And he's like, no. It's like, hipster. Okay, hipster uh, I didn't know thing, that. I must not be a hipster. No, I, I definitely love Forrest Gump. I love all films like that, because, yeah, your film knowledge is pretty bad, isn't it? It's really bad. Why is that? Did you just not, like, not be a film uh, kind of thing growing up? I didn't watch person. many... <laughs> Sound like a proper nerd, don't yeah. I? I didn't, I didn't really watch many films i'd watched some of the disney films but even some of the disney films i wouldn't know 
Um, that's as a kid, do you know what I mean? Like Lion King and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's as far as it goes to be Lion King. <laughs> I love the water boy, even though that isn't probably Christian appropriate now yeah, with some of the scenes. But I used to was. Adam Sandler's great, isn't he? But I used to love that because I just was obsessed with water, so I was like, I'm Forrest Gump and I'm the water boy. Yeah. Two kind of people you don't want to be really. Yeah. Both of them a bit backwards. But there was those two films and my favourite film of all time really is Back to the Future. Yeah. So I love that. I absolutely love Back to the Future. <laughs> I just picture, and I know this is like dead weird and that, but I always picture when people say like I grew up in a Christian household and I grew up Christian. I just picture like you know singing like Christian songs around the table and and like when it comes to TV time, it's like okay oh, kids, mate. everyone watching telly together. But it's like selected films like today you're gonna watch. Yeah, do you know what? I'm just behind. trying to think if I remember my parents not letting me. I remember reading Harry Potter and then they were like they found out like it was like magic and something like we don't want you watching that but i don't think there was things off limits obviously it was age appropriate but um would you I like know. your kids was... read harry potter i don't know probably not i haven't really thought about it i'll say no you're not reading it because i was never allowed to read it but the yeah. books are really good i remember <laughs> being on like the fifth book proper into it and my parents were like nah we're really sorry we don't want you to read that anymore i was like are you kidding me? I'm really enjoying this. It. But then, get this. They let me read Lord of the Rings. So, I don't know. But Lord of the Rings, I guess. You know, it's um, Tolkien that wrote Lord of the Rings. There's lots of things in there around the Christian worldview and things. But I think it was just that that whole idea of going down that route of magic and spells. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, if you watch Harry Potter, it's wrong or stuff. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's uh, Having children, it's navigating all that stuff yeah. as you go. Like there's some there's this great TV program at the moment, Christian TV program called Storybook. Have you ever heard of Storybook? Ash no. is gonna love Storybook. It's boss. It's like these kids and like something's happening in there in like the school or something like someone's getting bullied and then they go back in time and they get placed into a story in the Bible and then they kind of learn a moral and they take it back and they they kind of sort out the fight or whatever. It's wow. really cool. But there was there was all sorts and you won't know this. But there was a game called. Captain Bible and the Dome of Darkness. If anyone has not heard of this this game, you need to Google it. Best game ever. You were like this guy with a sword and he would go into this Dome of Darkness and all these people would be like captive by these bad guys and they would be like, yeah, just locked up in these cells and the only way to defeat the bad guys and set these guys free was to quote scripture at them. Yeah. It was amazing. Wow. Captain, Captain Bible. Yeah, but it was like amazing. Captain thing. Bible and the Dome of Darkness. Captain Bible and the Dome of Darkness. Maybe. No Harry Potter, guys. <laughs> you heard it here. Mac and Morley. No Harry Potter, but Dome of Darkness. Yeah, you're break, going right into the enemy's camp and taking back what he stole. And yeah, it's interesting you say that about like Harry Potter and stuff because I've had this like conversation with like so many people. But one of the first things that was kind of like to go, so I used to genuinely love like horror before I was a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love horror movies, like paranormal movies and Halloween. I used to love Halloween. I used to dress up for Halloween and go out. And I used to love like, I used to love like, me and my friend George used to like be big into like going ghost hunting stuff like that we used to like you weren't running like, around egging people and stuff were yeah, you no well yeah but that was like early days but this was like to more more me later teens and we used to go and think that we could see ghosts or, or do you know have like yeah, apps yeah. on your phone like ghost spirit boxes <laughs> it's like Pokemon Go or whatever what was that but Pokemon with a ghost app? in there 
And uh, yeah, and then and even horror films, I used to really love like like watching like Supernatural and and like horror movies and things like that. But then like when I became a Christian, I think there was I guess new one out in the cinema. Literally been baptized the week before, and uh, I was like, I used to love to see. Was this before or after Nando's? This would have been before, probably before, before the Nando's. Yeah, before I met you, and my life changed forever. But um, was that halloumi cheese? Wasn't that it halloumi? Yes. <laughs> So I used to have this limitless car to the Odeon. That was my gym. I used to just go to the cinema uh, all the time. Instead of running, I thought, I'd just go and watch a film. I thought someone running instead. But I went to go see this new, like, like exorcism film. And I remember being, like, really excited about it. And I was just like, wow, it's, like, one of the franchise that I was kind of watching at the time. And I was just, like, really excited over it. And I thought, now I'm Christian as well. I kind of, I know this stuff is real type things, you know what I mean? So I'm going to go and watch it. And when I was in there, the film hadn't even started yet. And, like, it, there was just so many weird things that happened. Like, there was, like, bless them, I know you love a goth. There was this, like, <laughs> goth woman in front of me, and she had, like, a top on. It was, like, a band or something. But on the back, it had a question saying, like, are you ready to go to hell or something like that? Do you yeah. know, something mad like that. So I was like, I'm looking at that thinking, like, what is happening this here? This is you, and this is my crowd, this. <laughs> I love a goth. And, um, and then the film was starting, and, you know, it starts off with that creepy music. Like, it's like... Uh, when I was younger, I used to do those dreams. I'm floating around. Uh, but as I started, I just knew in my spirit, like something was telling me, you should not be watching this. And it was like kind of the first time that happened to me. And I was kind of like, maybe maybe this is a bit weird, I'll just carry on type of thing. But then I got like a real, no, you should leave. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I did, and I left. And I haven't really had any attraction to watch to stuff that kind like of that. Thing ever again and it's so weird how like stuff like that just just goes you know we we, we spoke about it on uh, one episode i think it might not have been the eighth episode but we were speaking about when you become a christian sometimes things just effortlessly go yeah like yeah, 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 yeah you know to, for non-christians it might think like you, you love doing a certain thing that you're ashamed of but when you become a christian that thing that you might think that is hard to let go of just goes. Yeah, it just and falls it off. Just yeah, yeah, falls, yeah, yeah. Just falls off, man. I used to swear all the time. I used to swear every other sentence. I used to put swear words amazingly perfectly into a sentence that my mum would be like, why have you just swore? And I was like, I know, yeah, I'm just telling you about my food. But <laughs> since being a Christian, that has dropped off. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, the horror films just dropped off and then big things, anxiety drops yeah. off. Okay, I'm anxious at the moment with this sure, situation. Sure, sure. There's roots into how to deal with that, I and think that's from grounding We naturally, yourself. what we feed on, we begin to produce in our life, and so if you're feeding on fear, that's going to be something that is going to be brought up on on the inside of you. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, think yeah, I just think we have to be so careful, like what we allow to go into us, and that's to a Christian and to a non-Christian. Like, there's yeah. some things that can grip you. You can, in a sense, open a door to it, and it can affect you in a really bad way and take you down a path that you don't want to go on. So I think you have to use wisdom and you have to be careful. And that's not just horror films. That's a myriad of different things where it's using wisdom and saying, is this long-term going to help me? Is it going to benefit me? Or is it not? And I think some people have differing degrees to what they can handle as well. Yes. Some things are just wrong altogether, but it's it's having wisdom to know, actually, this is not going to help me, so I'm going to I'm gonna 
let it go. Definitely, and I think what you said there, some people's might have different convictions on other things. You know, that someone might listen to rock music and you're like, you know what, I'm not into it. Sure. That's not for me. But at the same time, it's not for you to be like, you shouldn't be listening to that rock music because it's bad for you. Do you yeah. think? My, oh. my, um, my brother was really into... I was more into rap, hip-hop. My brother was into rock, all that, whether it was corn and this and that. And it was it was probably around six years ago. One of the main guys in corn. He's a Christian, he became a Christian, and he's got an amazing story, and basically he was addicted to drugs, all sorts. Kind of that party lifestyle, his life was just in a mess, and he gave his life to Christ, and it completely changed, transformed. And he felt God tell him to leave the band, but then after a season, he felt the Lord tell him to go back into the band. And a lot of people, a lot of Christians were being really negative, saying, eh, why are you joining this, like rock band and the music's not good and some of the things that you sing isn't good and he said look if i don't go back into this scene and reach my people then no one else will and through another contact he invited me and my brother i brought my brother along to to go to one of his events and it was the maddest thing ever because that is not my scene and we're at the mam manchester arena and there's like twenty five thousand people i might be exaggerating i don't know how many it was full anyway the arena was full however many it holds but we're there standing on stage, literally right next to them as they perform. And I'm looking out to this crowd and it's just like, you know, I said I love a goth. There was yeah, a lot of goths yeah, in that place. But that was amazing. That was an amazing experience. And it's like, it's 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 the heart of God and the heart of the Lord that he goes after the, the least, the last and the lost. He Definitely, goes after yeah. those. And so we were there and we had the opportunity to pull people from the crowd and say, hey, um, Brian or Head would like to meet you afterwards and we had these like heavy rockers at the end and he, he's just pouring his heart out sharing his testimony praying with them and then taking wow. photos never imagined that I'd ever be at a heavy metal rock concert I've seen Korn honestly like three or four times really like, honestly bro like Jonathan Davis the lead singer is to this day is, is he called got... which one's what's his actual has he got a nickname because there was two there was two that I there's Head Monkey isn't there and there's Fieldy as well Fieldy, isn't yeah. I think Fieldy's the Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, Jonathan Davis, the singer, has got one of the greatest voices I have ever heard. Like, seriously. See, this is the thing for me when it comes to rock music. I'm not judging, but I'll listen to it and I go, I can't tell he's got a good voice because he's just screaming at me. Yeah. But people in rock that like that yeah. music are going, no, his voice is epic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, big, I, I was big into them at one point. Come on, like, I, I think their album, like, Freak on Alicia, it was called, came out when I was in, like, like 15 or something like that. And it was just... It was amazing. Really, bro. I was always the I was like the pop runk, uh, pop runk, the pop rock stuff. So busted. the real miles stuff like uh, busted. Yeah, we, me and Tamar are going to see busted in September, and I'm buzzing about it, and I'm not ashamed, I'm not no. ashamed of the gospel, and I'm not ashamed of busted. But um, Blink One Eight Two, uh, not McFly. Nah, I never really was into them. How can you say, like, how can you just buzz off Busted like you did and then say you're not into McFly? I've never really, you'd have to play some songs, I've never really listened to McFly. But Busted have just got tunes Jeez. for days. Though I was never a fan eyebrows of... Eyebrows as well. Yeah, eyebrows for days as well. I was never a fan of the year 3000 because it used to do my head in. Because it'd be like, I've gone to year 3000 and it was like, you're great 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 granddaughter's really fine i'm like i know it's just a song but it used to wind me up because i'm like if it's a thousand years on it's gonna be more than three generations and it's quite incestuous that as well isn't it like 
Yeah, it could Just be. Saying that it was great granddaughter's. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's his great granddaughter. Oh. I think he's saying it to a girl. All right, that would yeah. be yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. That yeah, yeah that would be worrying. That is um, dead weird though, isn't it? And yeah. like, isn't it a lyric as well? Not much has changed, but they live underwater. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty big. Sure, like. <laughs> yeah, sure. pretty big. Let's, let's talk about that one. Yeah, not let's, much um, of my life changed, and... but I've got gills and I can breathe <laughs> underwater. <laughs> Ah, oh, busted! They released a new album recently, and I love it because I love like the whole nostalgia, Nos- nostalgia, nostalgic. nostalgic. Like, do you know when you look back with fond memories of the yes. past and stuff, and it's like they've done they've done a whole album around the nineties and stuff, and the Goonies. And just need to let that go. Goonies was eighties. Just to was it? I was gonna say I've never even seen the Goonies. You've never seen the Goonies. Never seen. Oh, that. I just remember like the Truffle Shuffle or something. Truffle Shuffle. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. See, this is it's not just movies it's tv as well i've never seen it that was a movie no tv <laughs> was it a movie you would see i thought it was a tv show never say that oh. on the goonies, man. is tamar on the goonies no i don't think so though she is a little bit older than me no she'll be upset me saying that she's she's a year and a half older than me but um no, how much older than me yeah cougar yeah bit well. older yeah, she looks younger than me though. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> she, does. she does. Look no one would ever think. And and she works in the gym, and she has this like thing that you like. You put your details in on this health like thing, and it kind of says like what age you are. She like eighteen or something. So I'm like twenty one, and I was like seventy, <laughs> and I couldn't believe I was fuming. I was like, it's that kilograms. Mate, in a, in in eight weeks or so, we're gonna start running together. Honestly. Get you on them I'm going swimming runs. with James Earnshaw. Oh, you get to swim the Mersey, aren't you? Lose your, you lose your tongue and get bitten by a jellyfish. They scare me to death. Oh, I hate jellyfish. You know? Yeah, not a fan. Just animals in general, bro. Like, honestly, like, I'm the biggest wimp when it comes to animals. And that's, like, kind of, like, a question <laughs> that I was going to ask. You know, for everyone who's on, like, the Instagram quiz, I, I, I kind of... It passed the time, didn't it? It did, and I was ago. disappointed because there was a number of people I expected to have listened to the podcast and they answered every question wrong. Yes, I was like, come on, Rachel Colin. Yeah. Among a few. Go on, what are you going to ask him? So, a question, and it was more of a question for you really, and it's a bit morbid, but if, <laughs> if you had to live, let's say you lived in like a big brother house, but it was like a jungle or something like that, and you had to live with one apex predator... For thirty days, which one would What's you live with? What's an apex predator? Is like that like someone like chain? had to just live with it? Like he was he your mate? Like he's stroking <laughs> no, not your mate. Oh, so he's not protecting he's you. Trying to, he's it, 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 it's, it's just gonna be him. Like it could kill you. It could not. It could just yeah. yeah. Um, so like tiger. So what would you crocodile. say? I want to know what you would say first. I'd probably want to live. I just say with... crocodile because then I just stay out of the water. Nah, they they can go along. <laughs> or just run away. <laughs> Um, I thought about this long and hard, and I would genuinely pick. I know this is gonna sound like the proper like wimpiest answer ever, but I just want to pick something that could probably Quality kill me the quickest. Oh right, and, like, so this is gonna hit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's an apex predator, not koala bear. And apex is like top of the food chain in that area, so it's not gonna be a koala. It'd be a koala bear. It was like just a koala. Ah, um. So what would you choose then, like a big bear or something? So you can pick a bear or. A great white shark or like a chimpanzee, oh, a polar bear. Do you know what? One of my favourite TV shows of all time is Lost and they're in Lost. Have you seen Lost before? No. You haven't seen Lost? Oh, we've got to put a quick... Lost is the great one of the greatest TV shows, but in there there's a smoke monster. So, can we say smoke monster? <laughs> no, no, definitely <laughs> they, They're on an island, Lost. Okay, I'm right. going to give you some options, right? You can either have a lion, a tiger, an anaconda, a baboon... 
Is that an apex predator? <laughs> Babu. A wolf. Or a... Uh, they red bums, don't they? Yeah. Do you know why? Why? <laughs> I don't know why. Is that what it does? Are you right? I was going to say. Something you'll learn about me is not when it comes to Christianity, but I'm pretty gullible as well. No, I'll just say, I'll say a big tiger like that one off the Jungle Book. What's his name? Jafar. Jafar? <laughs> That's Aladdin. What's his name? Oh, um, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Did you know though? Get a fact fact for you. Lion King and Aladdin. It's kind of like um who's the the bad guy lion in um, Lion King? Little quiz. Scar. Scar. Watch Aladdin and it's like Scar and Jafar are the same person. Oh yeah. One's they a might lion. Not be. One's a lion. <laughs> <laughs> they look the same. One's a lion. They have the one's same a kind of eyes and everything. Maybe it's just me. But um Maybe the same company that makes it. <laughs> Disney, yeah, maybe. <laughs> The artist just had a day off that day that he went, oh, I'll just uh, scribble the same kind of thing down. Yes. Oh. So you're picking a tiger. I just pick a tiger, yeah. Pick a tiger. Because he could, yeah, he could become a friend. And how long do you know? <laughs> he could become a friend? Yeah. Life of pie over here. <laughs> haven't seen Life of pie. But I know they're on a boat, aren't they? With it? I haven't actually seen Life of pie, so it's, that's... Uh... Yeah, I don't know what I'd pick to be honest. Like, I would pick probably a tiger because I feel like it just goes to the neck, doesn't it? I know this is a bit of a morbid question. I know, why are you asking these kind of questions? This is where my head goes, you know, when I've just got a lot of time to think and stuff like that. Like, I honestly, like, I walk around and I look at buildings and I think if it, the zombie apocalypse ever happened, that's the building I'd go to. Do you know, really? like a Costco or something yeah. like that? Or just, I don't think everyone would go there, wouldn't they? So. You have everything in there. It's yeah. like it's like their middle aisles in Aldi, isn't it? But the whole of Costco's just Like everything. a trampoline. Yeah. Did you get that trampoline, did you? From no, there? no, that was Smith's Toy Store. Oh. But I tell you what, we talked about horror and all this and animals. When we first moved into this house, I remember sleeping. And saying when I were woken up. And all we could hear outside, it sounded like babies screaming, like oh, out no. in the middle of the night, outside. And we're like, what is that? Like, not just screaming, but like horrifically, like something's yeah. going on. And we found out the foxes come down from the woods and they come around these houses and they just fight each other. And yeah. the other night it happened again. And it's like the weirdest, I don't know if you can YouTube like foxes no. fighting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. that, but it's horrific and i got home from from the run earlier and the next door neighbor went do you know foxes keep going in your garden and i was like are they in our garden and he's like yeah we looked out the window last night and there was like three in there just oh, fighting yeah, just and so i don't know if there's something like in our front garden that just draws them holy spirits but like yeah, the holy, <laughs> yeah, spirits. The holy spirits but they just have a great time in the front garden <laughs> and then we, we look out the window and they're fighting and they're sitting on the road it's weird wow. but when you're in a dream and you're sleeping yeah. and then you just hear these screams oh. it's like screams yeah and i'm like what is that Sean broke up a fox fight outside my house, you know, like, it was a few months ago, and it was, like, winter, because where we lived was, like, the woods there, and there's two foxes fighting, and she literally speaking to them like they were kids, like, open the door, like, you two separate now, you over there, and it's just, like, so funny. Did they separate, did they listen? They did, they did actually listen, yeah, they scare me, they, oh, all animals they, scare when me. When they stop like, and they look oh, at you. Oh, yeah, alpacas, chickens, frogs, chickens. honestly, bro, everything I'm afraid of. We went to, like church farm for Sean's birthday a few years ago and there was a rooster there and it looked like it was ready to be put on a bussy but it was like, like, <laughs> like steaded up and 
he was like terrifying, bro. They run at you, and I'm not into it. That's funny. We got a video on my phone of Isla when she was little, and she was chasing this hen around the farm, and she's going hen, 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 and the hen, and I got it in slow motion. The hen just jumps up. I'm filming as she runs up. The hen like jumps up, flies, and just slaps, slaps her on the <laughs> end of the yeah. wing. But um, can they fly? Can they hens? I guess they can jump and do a little bit, unless it wasn't a hen. <laughs> but it was something. Fell it was in something. The oh. Yes, man. Yeah, they do scare me animals and stuff like that. Would have scared me that scene in the Bible where the donkey speaks to him. He's like, hey, who are you Yeah, Balaam and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> the head just turns 360 and it's just like... One of my favourite stories with animals in the Bible, I think it's Elijah. Is it Elijah where basically some young kids... Or some young adults, they call him Baldy. Yeah. So you'd be great at this. They call the him Baldy, and then next minute a bear just comes out the the, the, the forest and mauls them. Oh, I I'm couldn't like... think of anything scarier than a bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're But I just love that they're just me. picking fun, calling someone Baldy, and then they're, they're gone. Yeah, that's what you get. I mean. Can I just say, I'm really enjoying this podcast, but this is the most unchristian episode that we've done yet. I don't yes. think we've, we've just talked. <laughs> Maybe we'll see that the, the, the views shoot up on this one and this is this is the niche, this is where we need to be. But I have to say I'm absolutely loving and enjoying doing what we're doing. I'm just really encouraged that obviously the target audience is that we want everyone to listen to it, we want everyone to enjoy it. And if you're listening now and you're a Christian, we love that you tuned in and we would just encourage you though, share it with those that aren't in a relationship with Jesus because our whole idea of this whole podcast from episode one through to wherever we get up to is to kind of just allow those that aren't Christians to just see the heart of Christians and really understand a little bit more about Christianity. And I love the fact we were talking about this earlier, but we've just both had instances this, what these last few weeks where we've just been able to pass it on and share it. And I feel like it's great to just have something that you can say, Hey, you may be exploring, but listen to this. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I think this is like a real. I really, I don't like using the word like authentic with, with when it comes to to sharing things and stuff like that because I think it can be overused and stuff like that. Like this is a really authentic thing, but sometimes and a lot of the times, yeah. Me personally, I've been to like evangelism training days and I've been to you know like uh, exercises and, and and workshops on how to share your faith and mm-hmm, stuff like that mm-hmm. and a lot of people say this is a really authentic way to do it but then it feels almost like a sales pitch yeah and like I struggle with that and I struggle kind of leading people to Jesus where it kind of feels that salesy and stuff like that but I really do believe that with the podcast it does feel authentic because we are just talking nonsense a lot of the time <laughs> but a lot of the time as well this is you know breaking the conception that people think christians yeah. just kind of sit and sit and sing come by art all day because we don't we have normal conversations sometimes. and yeah sometimes definitely but praising <laughs> god's amazing I love praising god not come by art but yeah no no you you're spot on and it's just i think it's amazing to me when i'll do evangelism training and we get to the point where we ask <clears throat> how many of you have friends that aren't Christians and so many say I oh, don't have any yes. and I think that's the same on the other side where you may be listening and you're not a Christian and you go and I don't actually know many Christians but I'd love to discover and Google can only take you so far I believe you can go on Google and YouTube and you can learn some amazing things but I think there's something much more special when you're hearing it from someone that you know genuinely yeah um, and if you don't know us we hope that we can take you on a journey and you can get to know us but it's 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 been really good like I just love that we can put it into people's hands I was 
sharing with John just the other day. I was running back from a gym opening in Birkenhead. There's a, a great guy in our church called Luke Nevin, and he's just opened a gym in Birkenhead. And I'm running back, and this guy stops me, and he's got beer in his hand, and he's he, he basically just said to me, are there any pubs around here? And I was like, mate, I don't... Um, I'm not from round here. I'm not sure. There may be some that way. But I said, I just looked at him in the eye. And I said, that's not what you need. And we ended up talking for around 25 minutes. And he threw his beer away. We got the opportunity to talk about Jesus and the gospel. And I got to pray with him. But then I just said, look, do you listen to podcasts? And straight away he was like, oh yeah, I love Joe Rogan. I listen yeah. to Joe Rogan. I said, well, give us your phone. Listen, I want you to listen to this. This is me and my mate. And it just felt so natural. And for me, that's been my heart for so long to have something as an evangelistic tool where you're just able to say, look, just have a listen yeah. and, and hear what it means to follow Jesus because I guarantee it's probably not what you expect because I think a lot of people expect following Jesus and Christianity to be this dry, dead religion. Yeah. And I've got to let all this stuff go that I think that I need. Like we were talking about earlier, how you said things just fall off when yeah, you follow yeah. Jesus. Go, it's not yeah. always, oh, I've got it. Sometimes it is, I've got to give this up because it isn't good for me and I actually quite like doing it. But most of the time, it's why would I want that? Now oh, I yeah, have him and yeah. I found my purpose in life and who I've been created to serve. And so, yeah. I mean, that is amazing. And I really like that as well. I think, you know, the podcast is a great tool for that. And I think it is really easy to just share, pass on, you know, whether you're sharing a link on Facebook. But also as well, that I, I really love that people are getting involved. So stuff like the quiz on Instagram and, you know, the, the Instagram page. like and, and that question, that silly question that I just asked about animals, <laughs> I'd love people to ask a random question each week on, on the Instagram and we would maybe ask it and talk about it but then also a theological question as well and, and kind of explore that and it, it is really easy and you know people like that I'd love to get on and you know, maybe yeah, you did, like, Bible bashing on the streets or something yeah. like you know and I feel there's only so much of Reuben and John that people will be able to take so yeah. I think a few guests is a good idea and I know that um, we need to get Mark Saunders in and there's a few of us that we've got a mind of bringing on but I think it's helpful to just hear outside perspectives and hear people that are there in the thick of it. Maybe you want to hear from a vicar. We know vicars in the Church of England in Liverpool that are great people and it's just normalising what Christianity is. Yeah, a few, few good, few good uh, shows coming up and... Yeah, the views are great and the sharing is great and the, the feedback that we've had so far has been really promising. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying doing it, especially in times which are quite hard and difficult. It is quite nice coming here and just kind of talking yeah. about something else, you know what I mean? And, and it is cool and that. And I do kind of see it being that effective tool to share Jesus. And I think that's the core as well. You know, we can talk about films, laughs, runs you know, all, all that type of thing. But the core that we have is Jesus. The reason we know mm. each other is Jesus. The reason we are friends is Jesus. You know, the reason we are speaking is Jesus, man. The reason we are alive is Jesus. And you know what? When you know Jesus, your life becomes better. It might not become easier, but it becomes better. You know, I believe that it's like messing around with your telly and you get a good picture, <laughs> but then you put it on the right channel and you get the great picture. That for me is Christianity. You know, you might be able to see a picture on your telly, but yeah. it could be black and white. And then when you're and then the Jesus, comes it in. comes into colour. And yeah. it's, and it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. And I, I know we joked about this on one of the earlier episodes where we said, take a punt on Jesus. And we were talking about how it's not a, not just about giving Jesus a try because he's called to be Lord of our life and we're called to follow him. Pick up our cross, it says. It means embrace the difficult things and embrace the cost of following him. But if you're listening, I just want to just say again, look, 
just call out to God and call out to, to Christ and just say, God, if you're there, if you're real, then reveal yourself to me because mm. your life will be forever changed if you make that decision to follow him with everything in you. Something just amazing, I know in like the previous episode we've spoke about the Bible and people reading the Bible and different ways to read the Bible, the comics and the books and, and, and the audio mm. and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't want to lightly go over that because I've recently just started reading the Bible again and I do a chapter a day and stuff like that. I do the Bible plan on uh, the Version mm-hmm. Bible app, but I really just sat down I had the time and thought, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read the Gospels again and I'm going to read the Book of Acts again and the letters and just the New Testament really and I just opened it up and there was so much that I've also been asking questions about life and uh, and where stuff's going and things like that just kind of in me like i remember thinking like wow i'm disagreeing with people in the church or i'm disagreeing with people in work like am i being christian yes. am i being this but then i read it in the bible and i'm seeing the disciples doing this constantly yeah, 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 yeah. constantly arguing i think one of the things that really stuck out to me is in the book of john uh, the disciple of jesus called john uh, uh, wrote the book and um, he refers to himself in the book as the one that Jesus loved the yes, most. Yes. And then also there's a thing which you, you probably like because it, they're running and it's when Jesus' tomb is empty and Peter <laughs> and John run to the tomb. But John makes a point of saying, I got there first. I, I ran there faster. Yeah, I, I overtook him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just loads of little things they're where the ep- disciples are just being human. It's so good. And there's so much gold as well because it's very much that you can read things over and over again and pull something different out every time. And so even as you said that, like it always makes me smile, that story of Peter and John running to the tomb and and John making that claim that I ran faster in a sense. I'm like very competitive. But part of me is thinking, I wonder if the reason why he ran faster was because he did not have guilt attached to him that slowed him down. Because John knew that he was loved by God. So he ran while Peter was still dealing with the pain of of denying Jesus three times. So he was carrying that weight of of that guilt. And there's just... Do you know what I mean? I haven't got a big theological point on that. But I'm just saying there's so much within everything that we read that the Holy Spirit can illuminate. And it's like... So if I want to run after Jesus with everything in me, I can't approach him in a way where he's going to be disappointed with me if I do things wrong. I've got to understand that he loves me regardless because he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for me at my worst moment. And through embracing him, I know that I'm loved. I know that I'm not loved based on what I do. And it's all this stuff and it's just like... So that feeling though that he would have been feeling that feeling of like Jesus, he's disappointed in me. That was from himself. Yes, not from God. Yeah, not not from God. God's mad at me. Yeah, well, it's... they sit down later at the river, don't they? And yeah. he's like, "I've got a job for you to do. You're going to build my church. You're yeah. going to feed my sheep." But it's this impression that we can put on ourselves. And I think there's many Christians that aren't serving God as they should do because they have this wrong mindset of how God sees them. Yeah. They, he sees sees me as a failure. No, he doesn't. The Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ, which means that we have right relationship with him and we are clean and we are pure because of what he's done. So, yeah, I just I just love I love the Bible. But I say that and sometimes I'm not reading it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes yeah. you know how good it is, yeah. but it's like the world will distract you in so many ways, whether it's films Definitely, or yeah. Netflix or watching Lost. You've got to watch Lost, the TV no, show. I, I can't get into it. It's too many, too many <laughs> it's of it. It's yeah. so... Ah, 
it's incredible. But do you know what I mean? And there's so many distractions and we always think, I always find in the moment, it's very much that we think, well, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, this is what I need. I need yes. a Netflix binge or I need a Marvel binge. Yeah, yeah. And it's this like, actually, like, I understand that we need rest, yes. but what we need is the word of God. Amen. Um, because that's what will edify us and that's what will strengthen us. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, this was the first time I've sat down in years and properly just read the gospel cover to cover, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? And really just got into it and dissected it. And I've often thought that I've read so many books about the Bible or it's people really talking about the Bible, which is great and it's cool. It's cool to hear, yeah. you know, introverted evangelists and, yeah, yeah, and stuff sure. like that. And, and, and it's great to read these things. But I had this, like, real image of, like, when you're thirsty... And, it, and it's like uh, drinking water from the source. Like oh, imagine mate. that fresh water from the mountain. Like boom, not diluted. No juice it's to so make it good. go easier. Nothing like that. It was just boom, straight from yeah. the source. And I think when you read the Bible and you sit down and you think, okay, I've got 20 minutes here, half an hour, an hour. Instead of watching, mm. you know, uh, Marry the First Sight on Netflix or whatever it's on, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to read the Gospel of John, Luke or Mark. You know, And, and that's when... <clears throat> That's when your faith becomes real because it becomes your faith. Yeah. And I think the danger in this connected world in which we live, where you can go on YouTube and hear the most world-class preacher whenever you want, we can live off other people's messages and sermons yes. and other people's revelation. And that's great, but it's when God gives us the revelation for ourselves yes. um, that things begin to change. Yeah, and it's... it's, and it's life-changing in the sense that it's difficult as well and you know to sit when your, your life might take a turn for the worse or you might be going through a situation that, that is not great or, or whatever and it's like what again what comes out of you in that situation you yes. know what i mean and, and to read the gospel to read the bible to to, to spend that time with god and, and to see people going through not the same struggles, but the same type of struggles where they're feeling alone, they're feeling isolated, they're feeling unloved, they're mm. feeling disconnected. These are all characters that we're seeing yeah. throughout the Bible. The God is saying, hey, listen, it's not about you and about what you're doing. I'm here for you and I'm always going to be here for you. And, you know, that's something that I've took real comfort in. And there's that video, I think it was Francis Chan, and, and he was saying about, like, literally about grace and yeah. there's, there's a, something that I got from that video which was more like you know where as Christians we can say oh we, we are saved by grace but then struggle to say well Christianity is grace as well yes. you know and I think that's so true uh, but speaking of TV there, there is a show out there which I do recommend for people to watch but I do want to clarify as well because I do buzz off the chosen TV show. Have you seen it? Do you know what? It's really bad. I've seen like three episodes. Well, I buzz, I buzz off it, bro. Yeah. But there was a few scenes of the last season where it wasn't for me. It wasn't biblical. Okay. And like it was kind of like obviously fillers, the yes, fillers yes, and yes. stuff like that. But when you've got non-Christians coming to me and they're saying, "Oh yeah, this bit's amazing," yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm like, "Well, it's not actually in the Bible." Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just a bit. Oh, that's a shame. I thought yeah. it was really accurate. Yeah, but no, they do stuff and it, and it, and it was great. And and then there was just like conversations between like, Jesus and other people. And and I get it. It's like kind of the same type of theme. But yeah. I'd love us to just kind of be like, let's just stick to the Bible, man. Let's yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Let's just not yeah. be between the lines or. Or something like that. Uh, but no, definitely Chosen TV show is really good. Anyway. Check it out. It's free as well, isn't it? Yeah, Where do people free. watch it? I think it's on YouTube now. Okay, ah, YouTube. I didn't or know get that. the app, the Chosen I TV I saw app. a few of the early episodes and I did think it was very good. Yes, well put. Because a lot of these, and 
I think they do a great job. I don't want to be mean, but a lot of these kind of gospel films that people have tried to recreate, yeah. you're going, what's this? Though, Prince of Egypt, have you seen that? The, it's like cartoon. a movie cartoon. That's, yeah, pretty, yeah. that's pretty good. I like that. But yeah, Christian films. Christian films. What's your, what was your favourite Christian film? You, you look like a left behind type of man. Nah, I, I had the books. <laughs> Scared me silly. But I'm just trying to think. I don't think I watched many Christian films growing up. I can't get behind the acting of those films. Like I think that's I it. The acting's better, really yeah. bad, and I probably couldn't act any better. I heard you were an actor though in school, weren't you, James Bond? Oh mate, I was. I was. I forgot to mention James Bond. I was. I was like the real life Pierce Brosnan. I've seen a picture, and it's. Uh... I had the ladies around me and everything. Yeah, mate, yeah. it was. They were. They were the days. I had um, my girlfriend. Actually, tell you this. Oh, we're getting deep now. You're learning things you never knew. So, so all the ladies come up onto the stage. The girlfriend that I sing about in Young Dreams is on that picture, but she's fuming because at the last minute she's supposed to be right next to me, right next to James Bond, and another girl pushes in. Pushes in. Comes next to her, so she goes off the stage fuming. Tamar. So it's all kicking off. It wasn't Tamar. It wasn't Tamar. No, but um, <laughs> no. But um, yeah, I had all the ladies around me, all in their like jumpsuits. And Little stuff. did she know that she was going to have a song gun. written about her. I know. No, later. I know. I know. And she probably, yeah. Well, she does know now, but um, we won't go back there. We will at the end of this though play a bit of Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump. That? Run, Forrest, run, Forrest. You have to rate it out of ten. Oh, don't put me on the spot. And like you can be as critical as you want because you know I don't get offended by anything. So even if it's a one, as long as you explain why it's a one. Okay. That's how, that. how long's the song? It's like two minutes. Is it two? It's oh, two right. minutes. So, should we do that now to yeah, close? Yeah. Here we go. World exclusive of Run Forest Run. Some nice piano. I feel like I'm on a rap video with this mic. Is this... Is it about Forrest Gump? It's about me being Forrest Gump. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Bubba Shrimp and Jenny and Officer no. Lieutenant, whatever his name is. Oh, I feel like I've been sold something there. Mate, there's a line in there. It will go down. History is the best line ever. And it goes on. But... He runs this time and he just keeps running, running. There's no time for laughter. No time. You should have ate your pasta. I'll be faster with a fracture. Wow. <laughs> definitely, on, definitely, definitely no time for laughter. Um, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Do you know? Do you know what? Like, I honestly did like the beat. I thought it was really good. And then I came in. And the, no, it's it. good. You've got like a really good voice for it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a a a, a Bible bashing five point five out of ten. Five point five out of ten. I'll take it. Just because I like to speak life into people. Do you know what I mean? And so you, don't you know, want to give it a negative. Nah, but definitely, if you have got a fracture, 
don't run and um there's always time for laughter. That's what we'll finish with. <laughs> don't listen to Ruben's like subliminal messages about Forrest Gump, which don't even mention Forrest Gump, just to let you know. It reminds me of a time I went to Blockbuster and asked them for a film recommendation. Like, what what you fancy watching a film like Jaws? And they gave me like a film about a kangaroo, and it was horrific. And it put me off Blockbuster for life, and that's what the song has just reminded me of, because he was like, yeah, it's about Forrest Gump, and he doesn't even mention Forrest Gump once. Doesn't even mention him. No Bubba Shrimp, no Jenny, no Life was Life a Box of Chocolates. That's what I genuinely thought was going to happen. I talk about being Forrest Gump, and then I said, I can't even remember. Forrest Gump and Donald Trump. I think there's one line, but this was... 15 years ago? 15 years ago? Wow. Nah, not really, like... But 15 years ago, what were we doing? What 15 were you doing in 15? Oh, my, I was a goth then. I had like long hair. Long hair. Were you an actual goth? I was, a, I was an actual Marilyn Manson. So it, Mar- Mar- it wasn't even Live, biting yeah. chicken's heads off. It wasn't even um, Mosha. It was like Mosha. the next. Oh, no, it was probably a Mosha, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did that big boots in there. Were you life. at the uh, statue in Liverpool? Yeah, of course. I you probably hung around with my brother. My brother was a few years older, but he would always go down there. Yeah, yeah on a Saturday at Stairways. Yeah. Stairways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stairways. Quiggins. Quiggins, yeah. Hey, Quiggins was amazing. Liverpool one's changed, man, hasn't it? So <laughs> sold out. It used to be so good. Quiggins. Quiggins. Have you got any pictures of yourself doing rapping there? I've got loads. Well, I think, you know, for people who are listening, we should do a vote. And the vote should be who wants to see... Yes. Ruben's rap picture or my Mosha picture. I mean, you will win hands down. No, I think you'll win. No, no I, think, I am uh, convinced. Eminem will win. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not <clears throat> Forrest Gump pictures and stuff. But I think I reckon you'll win. We'll see. I, I am a lot more desperate to see you as a Mosha with long hair. Yeah, it's not like dead long hair. I, I did have dead long hair, but I haven't got any pictures of dead long hair. But I've had like every hairstyle dreadlocks from like... Mohicans, Todd White like, before Todd White. Yeah, Todd White, literally like like Brian from from Corn, not long ones. Amazing, amazing. Well, we will see you soon for another episode of Bible Bashing. Definitely, and keep an eye out for the Instagram for pictures of Ruben's rap career. Or your hair. Or my hair. Yeah. <laughs>